0: That is definitely working smarter. And imagine what you can do with that power at your next tailgate party. Tough this smart can only be called F-150. Find your local Ford dealer at Ford.com. Pro access tailgate available starting spring 2024. See owner's manual for important operating instructions. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Welcome to Talk is Jericho, and today's show is a little different from what we traditionally do here. As most of you know, Hurricane Irma plowed through Florida and the Florida Keys and left a lot of destruction and damage in its wake. Uh, and I was actually in the eye of the hurricane so what you're about to hear is my story about waiting for uh, experiencing riding out and the aftermath of Irma here with my family in Tampa Florida now we were unbelievably lucky we didn't suffer any personal injuries or damage and we didn't even lose power as you hear coming up Uh, but many others in Florida especially the Florida Keys weren't so lucky even uh, other areas here in Tampa Brandon Valrico Fish Key those type of areas the devastation in the Keys uh, more specifically where Irma made landfall as a category four hurricane is unbelievable now as i'm recording this the florida keys have no running water no power no cell service and the residents who stayed might now be forced to evacuate even though the storm has passed because of the terrible conditions Uh, the flooding in jacksonville from the storm surge and the rain left uh, a lot of the area underwater and i know it seems like i'm downplaying it uh, during this podcast a lot of the times because i was literally in the eye of the hurricane Uh, it moved a little bit east at the last minute but it's just nothing happened. It was crazy. I was one of the lucky ones. I didn't realize how lucky I was until after this podcast was uh, was recorded. So what you're hearing is my experiences of the hurricane and... Even though um, we didn't suffer any damage or lose power whatsoever, uh, thousands, maybe even millions of others did. So I'm not downplaying it in the least. Just from my experiences, I was like, wow, the Hurricane Charlie that we experienced you know, in 2004 was way worse than this. Uh, devastation-wise, I don't know if it was just as bad or what the numbers are, but from my experiences, Charlie's were worse than, than Irma's. But it was terrifying just to know that it was coming, to see it coming, and then to see it uh, kind of go and disappear and obviously you know the news maybe builds it up a bit uh, maybe the news makes you a little bit more scared than you should be but if the only thing that happens is that you're not as scared as you thought you are going to be well that's a good thing so anyways once again not downplaying the experience or the horrific uh, destruction of Hurricane Irma but from my experience n- nothing bad really happened but it was still very terrified uh, terrifying and you're going to hear uh, I'm actually even out in the middle of the hurricane I took my uh, zoom recorder and walked right outside in the wind and rain you'll be able to hear that you'll be hear the preparations that we made you hear the aftermath and my daughter's The Cheyenne and Sierra uh, 11-year-old twins give their take on what the hurricane was like. So a lot of devastation. uh, And so many people have been devastated by Hurricane Irma and by Hurricane Harvey in Texas. They're still literally waist-deep in water there. So if you can help, please do. Okay, The recovery in both states is going to be a long process. I'm asking you to donate what you can. There's many organizations and charities aiding the relief effort like the Red Cross, Habitat for Humanity, Save the Children, United Way, Feeding Florida, Feeding Texas – Please give what you can, where you can. Uh, Actually, I have all three of my shirts uh, that I've been selling over the last six to eight months up. The uh, You're a Stupid Idiot shirt, the Friends of Jericho shirt, and the Goat shirt. Those are up right now at represent.com slash store slash Jericho. And proceeds from that will go to Save the Children, which actually helps feed children in uh, the Hurricane Irma destruction zone and Hurricane Harvey as well. So again, what you're going to hear is is me recording this podcast uh, all throughout uh, Sunday evening and early into Monday morning, then Monday Monday afternoon, as we were waiting for Hurricane Irma to hit my uh, hometown of Tampa, my current hometown of Tampa, uh, then recorded again as the storm hit. Then again, Monday morning after Irma had come and gone and left uh, its destruction in its wake. So this is me and my family experiencing the 24 hours of terror, uh, and we couldn't believe when it was all done. It was dodging the hugest of bullets, but most of Florida was not as lucky as my family was. So uh, my experience with Hurricane Irma, Jericho versus Hurricane Irma. Talk is talk is talk is Jericho. All right. um, So it's obvious that uh, um, now that you're hearing this, that Hurricane Irma is a thing of the past, but I thought it'd be interesting to do a podcast about Hurricane Irma in the midst of it. So um, I had been hearing about Irma for a few weeks, and then uh, I was in L.A. doing the book tour, Knows a Four Letter Word. I finished up on Wednesday. I flew home on Thursday, and uh, school had been canceled for my kids. Ash was supposed to have a football game that Thursday night. That got canceled as well because everyone was starting to really, you know, hunker down. That's the big saying that I keep hearing about hunker down. You guys got to hunker down. What does it even mean? Hunker down. It's funny that somebody uh, posted a meme of uh, Samuel Jackson as Jules from Pulp Fiction saying, hunk, say hunker it down again, mother. F-. You know, like from Pulp Fiction, say what again, say hunk it down again. And that's the thing that's so uh, crazy about this is that, um, you know uh should i stay or should i go the famous clash song like what do you do right and um because you don't know for sure what it's going to be like in original the projection was it was going to hit miami so you think well those miami guys will get it and then we'll kind of be okay by the time it gets to tampa and i mean and just let me say this too living in tampa i've been here for I think 15 years or something like that. Um, I, I think that uh, you hear about hurricanes all the time, and most of the time, and it's a good problem to have. Nothing really happens. It's it's just a really kind of insane type of uh, situation, and everybody freaks out, and then it just blows away, and, and nothing really happens. So that's kind of what I was expecting. Uh, except for as we get further and further along, you realize that this is the real deal. So Friday comes, school's canceled again, and everybody uh, is starting to, what's the word? Hunker down, right? That's the big word. But, um, you know, how far do you go? Because it was still kind of saying, uh, you know, that that's going to go left or it's going to go right or it's going to go east or it's going to go west. But, you know, you never know for sure what, what the right decision is to make. So, um and like I said, it, it, you always hear that hurricanes are coming and they go away. And I've been through hurricanes before. I went to Hurricane Charlie here in Tampa in 2004. And that was pretty crazy. We lost power for three or four days. Um, it was Category 3. And then we were actually in Turks and Caicos in 2010 when Hurricane Charlie was there. But that one kind of fizzled out by the time I got to Turks. But you know, um, obviously it's not something you want to take lightly, but do we want to evacuate? What do we want to do? Now, I live in Hillsborough County, and the place that I live is not near a water zone. So, uh, you know, I live on a lake, but it's a self-contained lake, so there's no tributaries, you know, that would allow the lake to surge. So I was not in an evacuation zone. So um, also, too, I have uh, 10 animals in my house three dogs, three cats, three guinea pigs, three fish tanks. So I guess it's more than ten animals. Uh, plus my mother-in-law is here too and she has a dog as well. So that's ten dogs and, and cats and guinea pigs and there's three fish tanks and, you know, just thinking, wow, it's going to be such a... It was such an inconvenience to have to leave. But then you realize, well, you know, of course, if a tree falls on your house and you're in it, uh, you're pretty much done. Maybe it is best to kind of sneak away. And I talked to a couple of friends of mine that had left and they decided, you know, to charter planes and, and, and get out of Dodge. So then you start second guessing yourself. Should I stay here? Should I go? Once again, the class, should I stay or should I go? So Friday comes and then um, you start realizing, OK, like now it's getting serious because – You go to the store and everything's gone and you realize like, oh my gosh, uh, maybe we should start preparing for this a little bit better so I went and bought some ice and I went to get some batteries everybody bought D batteries for whatever reason all the D batteries were gone I guess that's what fits flashlights So the funny thing is I said to my wife on Wednesday when I was in LA should I just grab a bunch of D batteries and she was like no I ordered a, ba- a whole box from Amazon it'll be here on Friday night and of course the batteries don't come and now we don't have any D batteries and then you're supposed to get extra propane well I had just bought in propane for my barbecue but I can't remember did I buy it a week ago did I buy a month ago how many times have i used it and of course at that point all the all the uh, propane is gone i'm looking around on a saturday for propane and they say all the propane was gone on tuesday okay and then uh the other thing is of course you're looking for water we got lots of water and ice so I bought like six bags of ice on Friday. Then I went back again to get a few more at the local place right near me that uh, sells ice, kind of a convenience store. They were all out of ice, but they said they'll, they'll give me some because they had a big ice machine cooler in the back. So they fill up four bags of ice for me while well, people are lined up waiting for ice. And I say to the guy, like, dude, you want to just walk out the side door? He's like, no, I'll just bring them to your car. He walks right through the people. and They're like, where's all this ice from? Can we have some of that ice? Why don't we have ice? And I'm just like looking at the ground, like, you know, the fame of Chris Jericho gets me ice, man, you know, ice, ice, baby. So, uh, now I have extra ice, but the thing is that's on a Saturday and what's that going to matter? You put it in a damn cooler and it, 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 it melts right but you, you, we got a couple of coolers and you basically just do the best you can and then you start realizing just how big hurricane irma is i mean this thing is three times the size of hurricane andrew which destroyed florida and then of course then the eye of the storm is coming right for tampa so now i'm starting to get a little bit more panicked you know um yesterday well, today is, is actually sunday when we're talking about this and we still have power as of right now uh and it is uh Nine o'clock, let's see, 9:45 on a Sunday night. So um, the fact that we still have power is crazy. I'm sure we're going to lose it at some point, but it really felt like I was preparing for the purge you know that movie where everybody has one night to do whatever they want they can kill whoever they want they can do whatever they want but you know you better stay inside your house and lock it up uh, and if you if you don't uh, get your shit together you're not getting out of your house unless you might die and that's kind of what it felt like uh, getting ready for this for this hurricane because the worst part of it is 8pm Sunday night to 8am Monday morning okay so here we are at 945 p.m. we still have power uh, but then the, the, the hurricane got downgraded from a cata. Category three, when it was supposed to hit Tampa, to a category one. That's, you know, of course, you never know what you're going to get until until the day arrives. So, anyways, so yesterday, I was starting to freak out. I was like, maybe we should get out of here. Maybe we should leave Tampa. And even though the roads were supposed to be crap, they're like, don't worry about the roads. Just get out of here. And so I'm like, well, where are we going to go? So I look up Valdosta, uh, Georgia, which I think is about five hours away. All filled. Jacksonville, all filled. Savannah. All field. I go to Macon, Georgia. There's one hotel open, but then I start looking like, well, well. If you go to Macon, Georgia, what's the forecast there? Uh, tornadoes, okay. Flash floods, okay. So I'm going to leave my house, drive. What's probably a five and a half hour drive. That's going to take me ten hours to go to a hotel with three kids and you know ten animals. How do I even do that? Like, what would I even do? It'd be like Doctor Doolittle with you know freaking guinea pigs hanging from my shoulders, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I finally make the decision like okay, I'm just going to stay. I'm going to stay here in Tampa. I'm going to lock up, you know, lock up the the batten down the hatches. I'm going to hunker down. Say hunker down again. Say it. Say it again, motherfucker. Um so I make the decision to stay. But now it starts getting kind of gnarly because I know that it's going to be really crazy. And I'm watching the news last night where they say you, they're just really pounding this on you. Like, this is your last chance to get out of here. Get out of here if you can. Don't make the wrong mistake. Now, once again, remember, I'm not in an evacuation zone. So there's I, I'm not doing anything completely stupid by staying here. It's, it's not like I'm breaking the law or putting anybody in danger. It's just a non-evacuation zone. So then I'm watching TV and I'm watching uh, news channel eight here in the bay and steve Jervy is the guy and he's like the the weatherman that i've been watching and shout out to steve Jervy and his crew for doing a great job of uh keeping this whole thing rolling keeping this whole thing going um and they're saying like you know the rain is coming it's going to hit tomorrow at about 3 p.m but the worst is going to be 8 p.m to 8 a.m so then they interview this guy. This is last night. Like I said, like 9, 8.30 at night, 9 o'clock at night. And I've been thinking about, should I get someone to come board up my windows? Because that's the thing. I've lived here in Florida for... At this exact house, I believe, for almost 15 years now, 14 years, 13 years, I don't have a generator, I don't have uh, storm shutters, which is so stupid, but the last hurricane we had here was 2004, and I think, wow, after that hurricane is done, I'm going to get a generator, and I'm going to get storm shutters, and of course, I did neither. so now I'm like, okay, so I don't have a generator, so I've got a bunch of ice, a bunch of food, you know, bathtubs full of water, I got uh, big gallon jugs of like water cooler tank, uh, water jugs filled up with hose water. Use that to fill up the back of my toilet, so I can still flush the toilet. So you don't leave the dump ski and the toit ski. Um, you know, I'm not a big fan of, of of pee in the toilet either. I want fresh toilet every time I go, so I got enough water for that. But then, how long are the are the is the power going to be out? So, anyways, I, I, I I'm looking at this guy, uh, and they interview him, and he said he was boarding at people's windows, and he lives in Lakeland, which is about an hour and a half, an hour and change away from here. And he's like, I'm finished for the night, but, you know, I had a bunch of plywood at my warehouse, and I'm just happy I was able to help people, but I'm done. So I go back and rewind it, and I see the guy's name of his company on the side of his truck. And so I Google it, and two seconds later, I call the number that's there. No answer. Leave a message and send a text. I'm like, there's probably no chance this guy's going to come over and board up my windows. He texts me back, and I'm like, "Uh, dude, I will pay you, like, a ridiculous amount of money to come over and board up my windows. And, of course, he's like, yeah, sure but the the roads are getting bad now and he had said on TV that he had a dad that was in hospice that he had to take care of and he had to feed him and I'm like I'm stealing this guy away from his family but you know I got to protect my family by putting these you know boards on my windows that I should have put on you know 10 years ago and he, he goes, He scolded me. He's like, why did you wait till the last minute? I'm like, because I didn't know it was supposed to hit Tampa. This thing was never supposed to hit Tampa. It was supposed to be in Miami. And then, you know, the tail of it would hit Tampa. And everybody's happy. But no, now the eye of the storm is Tampa. So I talked to the guy. And he's trying to find some plywood. And he can't find it. So he goes, I will wake up at 6 a.m. tomorrow and go to the warehouse and get the plywood and come to your house. I'm like, is that okay? Like, are you allowed to do that? And he's like, yes, because the rows are open till 3 or whatever it is. So. I set my alarm. Everybody else goes to sleep at my house, uh, and I set my alarm for 6 a.m. First, of all, I don't go to sleep till like 3:30. I barely sleep, anyways. But I'm nervous. I'm watching the, the news now. Now it, it hits home. You know, when you're in the middle of this thing, it hits home. It's not like you're watching, like Hurricane Harvey in Houston, where everybody was, you know, under the water, and you think, oh, that's. I feel so bad for those guys, but you know, it's not your house, right? So. You don't understand exactly what that means and what we you know, what that can lead to. This is my house, you know. Like I said, like I'm just envisioning a tree falling through it. Uh, you know, I'm gonna try and do what I can to protect it. So I get up at six, I set my alarm, the guy says he's going to the warehouse, and then he texts me back, you know, about 45 minutes later, so there's no more wood left, there's nothing I can do, I'm sorry, Uh, if you have any damage from the hurricane, let me know, I'll come check you out first, and it was very cool, the guy to even think about it, and even try, and I'm like, maybe it's better that he didn't find plywood, like, I would hate to have him driving here, you know, in in burgeoning hurricane winds from Lakeland, and something happens, you know, so it wasn't meant to be, so I didn't uh, board up the windows. But my wife's aunt, her two kids and her husband come over to my house because they're kind of worried about the structure of their house. And then my mother-in-law finally convinces my 87-year-old grandfather-in-law to get out of the house and come over here as well. So now I have in my house, uh, okay, five dogs, three cats, three guinea pigs, three fish tanks. I've got one, two, three, four, five kids, and one, two, three, five, six adults, including myself. So there's 11 people here, and, you know, uh, 11 animals, uh, and you, you guys do the math. I got a full house. So everybody's excited, and, you know, the direct TV works, so they're watching football. Meanwhile, all I'm doing is watching st- Steve Jervy on the weather, uh, the local weather, to find out what's going on. And when it got downgraded from a category three to a category one, I was jumping up and down, super excited. Now, category one is still crazy. Don't get me wrong but it's better than a three and it might go back up to two i don't know and that's the thing no one knows exactly what to expect when there's a hurricane like what would you have done back in you know medieval times um when there was a hurricane coming you would be sitting there and you'd be like okay the weather's bad what does this mean you wouldn't have a worry for like a whole week before about the doppler system and this giant looks like a giant spider coming towards uh, Tampa. So. You don't really know for sure, and they do build it up big time. And then Rush Limbaugh says, you know, it's all a big conspiracy, and it's all about big water to sell water and to sell groceries and to get people in a panic. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think that people do get very panicked, as they should, and they want people to be over panicked so that you get the hell out of there if you're supposed to, and you don't take any chances. So me, I'm still here, uh, and I'm, I made it kind of a thing. I want to start the kind of a, a community, uh, and I, I put up on Twitter the hashtag was Jericho. Irma and anybody stuck in Florida let me know where you are let me know what's going on what's the weather like in your place Do you still have power so I was doing that on Twitter I was doing that on Instagram I was doing that on Facebook I was doing it on Victory and that's where I had the idea to do this podcast so here we are it's 945 the power is still on uh, in Hillsborough County where I am it flickered a couple times and it actually went dead for about 30 seconds and then came back on again that was at 8 o'clock right, right at the time when the purge started so I want to do this podcast with you guys and I'm going to do it throughout the course of the night to kind of keep you posted on what it's like to be in the eye of the hurricane uh over the course of the night and it's funny because I took all of my furniture from outside in the patio and the pool inside all the furniture from the front of my house we have like a you know like a I don't know what you'd call it a patio in front as well type of thing like a um not a lobby but whatever uh, a sitting area I guess and then of course all the garbage cans and all the stuff that's on the beach i got a beach here so i had to pull up all the you know the boats that were down there and i left my jet skis on the dock not even thinking that those things might fly up and go straight through my freaking windows so i got that to worry about as well so my whole house is filled with furniture it looks like a really bad garage sale is happening here filled with furniture uh kids people animals okay and everyone's just been having a great time uh people have been drinking they're all excited i'm not drinking because i gotta be on it I have to be awake and lucid, and I'd love to get drunk and just pass out and wake up in the morning, but I can't because if something goes wrong, I gotta be there. So I thought since I'm gonna be up anyways, because I can't sleep as things get worse, uh, the power's still on now. But what happens when it doesn't, uh, when it goes off? Like I said, I got three fish tanks. If you guys saw me untanked, I got that big fish tank. And I've got these little um, portable aerator bubble machines that you can put in the tank, and it keeps the, the, the water aerated and the bubbles going so the fish don't die, so the fish don't suffocate. But then again, I don't have any D batteries because all the D batteries were sold out when I went looking for them. I do have some half-melted ice. Uh, I got a lot of food. I got a lot of water. But, um, you know, I, don't have, I, I went to cook some steaks, and the damn propane thing barely worked. Because I only had about half left, I had to shake it, and move it, and move it. So it's like you know, you're not as prepared as you think you are. Even stuff like I got a I got a, a iron gate outside. What happens if the power goes out? How the hell do I get out of my house? I'm gonna have to try and figure out how to manually open the gate. I'm uh, wise cousin. Chad figured that out a few years ago, well, 13 years ago. So I'll just call him and ask him how he did it when you don't have power, but little things like that, like your garage doors, your garage doors open on the garage door opener. What do you do when the power goes out? Obviously you just do it manually, but all that sort of stuff you have to think of. So that's what I'm kind of waiting for. And uh, we'll see what happens over the course of the night. So this is right now at 9:45 on Sunday night. I'm bringing it to you live man on the spot, uh, on the spot reporter. And I've been posting stuff on Instagram, and it's funny because Eli Roth goes, doesn't your Instagram work on the inside? Does it only work outside? I'm like, what kind of an on-the-spot reporter would I be, Eli, if I was inside? I got to be outside to do the -the on-the-spot reporting. That's how it works. So uh, we're going to go outside right now and I'm going to let you hear the wind and you guys can see what it's like for yourselves and hear uh, some of the experience. So uh, join me as we make it through this night together. Uh, It's Jericho versus Hurricane Irma right here on Talk is Jericho. Uh, Stay tuned for more updates. Okay, so I'm walking out my front door here. It's just a couple seconds later. Um, So you guys can hear some of the wind and some of the rain. Um so it doesn't look too crazy right now. I mean the the rain is coming down huge and you can hear the wind but it's not super nuts. The trees are still standing up. I remember back in 2004 for Hurricane Charlie that the trees were like bending over from the force of the wind. And we're not there yet. But once again, I know that I told you like the purge is happening between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. And we're at 10 p.m. So we still got another 10 hours to go and it's just going to get worse throughout the night. So um, like I said, obviously, this is an audio podcast. It's not super scary yet. It just looks like a really bad storm. I got some giant uh, like trees in my front yard. And they're blowing in the wind, but they're not super crazy as of yet. I'm sure you heard that. So um, it's funny. Another thing that I did was I did a a bunch of uh, hurricane rock on Twitter at hashtag hurricane records. said, what's your hurricane playlist? And I was like, here I am, rocky like a hurricane, scorpions. I'm rolling thunder, I'm howling rain, I'm coming on like a hurricane, A C D C. you know, hurricane eyes, loudness, lots of hurricane and people are like, That's inappropriate. I'm like, how can it be inappropriate? I'm in the eye of the hurricane. It's like I can tell as many Canadian jokes as I want because I'm Canadian. I can make as many hurricane jokes as I want because I'm in the hurricane, you idiots. Oh, people get so crazy. Like, I'm right here. So uh, stand back. There's a hurricane coming through. What's up with that? I posted that on Instagram as well. So um, we're keeping it rolling here in the eye of the hurricane. Jericho in the eye of the hurricane. And I'll get back to you. But that wind is starting to pick up and you can hear it. So I'll be back in a bit. All right, there are some seriously talented luchadores in AEW, and not all of them speak English, which can make putting together matches a little challenging sometimes. That's why I signed up for Rosetta Stone. I'm learning Spanish, amigos, eh, amigas. See, already learning. Haha, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You don't even have to learn Spanish, though, because Rosetta Stone has 25 languages, including French, German, Korean, Arabic, and Polish, and Japanese. That's what I'm going to do next. I spent a lot of time in Japan and I still work with a lot of Japanese wrestlers at AEW like Takeshita. So having a better handle on the language will definitely show in the ring. Communication is key. And learning Spanish on Rosetta Stone has been so fun and easy. They've got this true accent feature that gives you feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. Sort of like having a personal trainer for your accent. I'm using the app, but you can also do the lessons on desktop or laptop. I also like that I can download the lessons and do them offline, which is perfect for a plane. I can sit there on a flight and work on my Espanol. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Talk is Jericho listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Jericho. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com. Dot com slash Jericho today that's Rosetta Stone dot com slash Jericho do it today this this is talk is Jericho well it's pretty crazy nothing's really happened uh, I just finished watching Game of Thrones and uh, the biggest issue of the night is that somebody in the house does not want to go to sleep when they should but um, it's crazy man it's like I've been watching Steve Jervie on WFLA um news channel 8 and apparently the um hurricane has passed us and it's let me see what time it is it's 3:55 a.m. and i was promised that from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. it was supposed to be crazy and it's been nothing but maybe for an hour or so so now if you're going by the actual um purge times We're 67% of the way through. We're two-thirds of the way through. And I'm looking out the window, and it's a little bit windy out and a little bit rainy out, but really, like I said, if you stood Chris Jericho up against the wall and said, okay, uh, 2004 is Hurricane Thomas, sorry, Hurricane Charlie, and 2017 is Hurricane Irma, um, I don't know, any information, there's no Doppler effects or Steve Jervies or any type of... uh, you know, news, Channel 9 information, I would tell you that uh, Charlie was way worse because we lost power. I saw the trees basically heading towards the ground, bent over like they're doing yoga. And tonight we still have power. Had a brief flicker for about 30 seconds at 8 o'clock tonight. And other than that, there's been nothing And believe me, I'm not laughing at this or downplaying this. We dodged a freaking bullet, man. Like this was the most luckiest of lucky that you could have because really, and like I said, we're not out of the woods yet, but if you look at the Doppler effect and all that other stuff, the hurricane has completely passed us. It's on to Ocala now, and we've got nothing. You know, we've just got the, uh, the dregs, the after effects. I don't live next to the water as far as an ocean or any type of um, body of water that has a tributary source. So that's it. The biggest danger I have of flooding is if the pool gets too much water in it and it uh, goes across the deck, you know. But other than that, then like, that's a joke. It's, that's laughable. Um, so here we are. It's nothing really happening. And thank God we got lucky in that um, it's a little bit windy, it's a little bit rainy. But if I just woke up and you just threw me into this month, you threw me into September of 2017 and I knew nothing and was listening to no um, news reports or, uh, you know, up to date on the level TV news channel eight reports, I would know nothing. And I would think, oh, that's a big storm. Not a big deal. So that's uh, where I'm at right now because nothing has really happened. It's windy. Don't get me wrong. But it's not any winder than it was, you know, six hours ago when I was here with you guys. So we got lucky, man. We dodged a bullet. And uh, I'll get back to you when the 12 hours of the purge is over. So far, we're still alive. Um, The funny thing was that a couple of people I know that lived in Tampa were telling me that, like, watch out. There's apparently fake Tico agents walking around uh, knocking people's doors and then when you open the door they rob you at gunpoint well let me tell you this if anybody knocks on my door right now or buzzes my gate or climbs my wall um, yeah you got a shotgun waiting for you (laughs) so that ain't happening Um, but that's the thing anybody that would take advantage of people in that sort of situation i mean seriously dressing up as tico employees knocking on the door and then robbing people at gunpoint. That's the lowest of the low. There's a special place for um, people like that in hell. Obviously, that's just... That's shit, you know? So I'm looking out my window right now. I'm looking at my wall. I'm looking at my gate. And if anybody tried to even come in, yeah, I've got Dobermans. I've got shotguns. I've got poison darts. I've got landmines. So... uh and one of those four things are true, but you don't know which one it is. So just give it a try. Give it a try. Say it down again, motherfucker. All right. So um, we're all doing good. Four in the morning. Uh, two-thirds of the purge is over. I'll keep you posted. All right. So um, here we are. It's the day after. The purge is over. And quite frankly, it basically ended up being much ado about nothing. Which I suppose is a good thing because I'd rather have nothing happen than have a giant oak tree you know falling through the front of my house. But as it stands, nothing happened. I didn't even lose power. Everyone else around me lost power. All the families that were staying with me lost power, and here we are. um, We're like the last bastion. It's like the 20% of Florida did not lose power, and we're in that 20%. So, it's pretty cool. I mean, we got we got pretty lucky, to be honest. And uh, quite frankly, when you're talking about you know this hurricane was a letdown. Well, I like I said, rather to be a letdown than you know the horrible disaster that everyone thought it was going to be. And you know, basically, I don't think it was as bad all across the board as, as what we were told. And a lot of that has to do with the luck of the landfall and all that sort of thing. But also a lot of it has to do with, you know, like I said, is there a little bit of manipulation going on there uh, in the media? Were they kind of pumping it up so you do expect the worst and then kind of come out of it feeling better? Um, all those things, um, you know, I don't know. It's, But I'll tell you this what I was expecting, what happened were two separate things. And yes, the, the entire state got ravaged to a certain degree, but even, you know, Tampa Bay was not uh, destroyed. Um, you know, you see the images of Houston and all that sort of thing and just completely underwater. I mean, the biggest thing for, for me at my house was that T V went out and I missed half of the uh, Cowboys-Giants game. You know what I mean? Like we were watching Game of Thrones last night um, at like 1 in the morning. And then I switched, you know, everyone else kind of passed out and went to sleep and I stayed awake. Like I said, I was going to and stayed awake to about four in the morning until the the hurricane was completely away from Tampa and, uh, you know, fell asleep. It was like this weight had been taken off me um, and it really wasn't all that bad, like I said. So thank God for that. And, you know, there's a bunch of branches and debris in my front yard, so that'll get cleaned up tomorrow when the lawn guy comes. We kind of cleaned it up a little bit. Um, I got a pretty big yard, so there's stuff everywhere. But it wasn't like there was big trees uprooted, which I think happened to a couple friends of mine. Like I said, we didn't lose power, and fence was fine, and everything was fine, you know? I mean, I think the worst thing is that our... uh uh, what's it called paddleboard floated to the other side of the lake so i have to go try and find that at some point but um then i went for a ride today on the bike trail by my house that i always go ride on and there was one big tree that had fallen across the uh the path and then one part of the trail that had about i guess it was probably about 100 200 foot stretch that had must have been six inches of water to where I, you know, my feet got completely soaked. And it was so bad that my feet got soaked, but it really was not that crazy of a big deal. So like I said, uh, it could have been really, really worse. Thank God that it wasn't. That's funny because I was planning on this podcast and I didn't really know what to expect when I first started doing it yesterday. And, you know, it might have made for a better podcast if I could tell you if the if the tree did fall through the house or if a window broke. You know, when that guy didn't show up to board up my windows, I was pretty concerned. Like, you know, it was in my head that I have to have these windows boarded up and it didn't happen. So, you know, like I said, I mean, this was a little bit underwhelming. And, uh, for me, although I'm sure with people that don't have power are cursing it. And if you go to Instagram, you saw me put, uh, Hurricane Irma on the list. But uh, overall, I'd have to say that this, uh, experiment of doing this podcast, um, wasn't exactly what I was expecting, but it was still good documentation of the trials and tribulations that, that I went through and my family went through, uh, through Hurricane Irma. You know who's living large at my house? My three cats, Mr. Mittens, Indy, and Snickers, and you know why? Because we switched them to Pretty Litter. Okay, so it's really me and my wife and my daughters who are living large, thanks to Pretty Litter, because Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly, so no more bad cat smells in the bathroom. Pretty Litter crystals last up to a month, so less cat litter box cleaning for all of us, and less fighting about whose turn it is to clean the litter box i got to deal with this fight every single week between my daughters. This makes it so much easier. Pretty Litter also ships right to our front door, so no more last-minute mad scramble runs to the store because we're out of kitty litter. And Pretty Litter has another cool feature that makes life just a little easier. It helps us keep tabs on our cat's health. It changes colors so you can monitor early signs of potential illnesses like urinary tract infections and kidney issues. It's easily the best thing we've done for ourselves and our cats in a very long time, Like I said, Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. Those are two big wins in my house, meow. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. So go to prettylitter.com slash Jericho and use code Jericho to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash Jericho. Code Jericho to save 20%. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Talk is Jericho. We're here, um, like I said, doing this sh- this show about the uh, hurricane that was supposed to be very devastating, and we got very lucky, but uh, Cheyenne and Sierra are here, and I wanted to hear what you guys thought about the hurricane, because um, at first, you, it was pretty scary at first, the thought of it, right?
1: Yes. Um. Well, when I first thought of it, I was like, hurricane, <laughs> <laughs> but then... When I heard we might not have power, then I started freaking out because it's 92 degrees in Florida, and uh, if the air conditioning went out, then that would not be fun.
0: What did you think, Shy? At first, you were pretty scared. Well,
1: yeah, because I was like. It's a uh, category five. It's the biggest hurricane that the world has ever seen, and it is as big as our state. So I was like, I was like freaking out because I was like, we're gonna die because it's as big as the hur- as Florida. So I thought I was just gonna rip Florida off of the whole United States and just become its <laughs> old own island. <laughs> like that'd be sa- That'd be even worse because in the Keys. It was terrible. There was like flooding. Their roofs fell off, and it was like terrible winds. It flipped over trucks and boats. It was pretty devastating.
0: But thinking about it first, yeah. you're actually even crying a little bit. At first, shy. Yeah. Right? Well,
1: yeah. I mean, that's I was, okay
0: to say. It was. We didn't know what to expect. Because,
1: yeah, I was well, scared. I was, was like, that? we. I was like in my mind, we should evacuate because I ain't gonna get no glass shards in my fingers from the windows because I thought they were just going to pop out. Mm-hmm. I was not that scared, but um, I didn't I didn't think it was going to be like Houston because Houston is way different, like, landforms than us. But it. Uh, I think our mobile is about 405 miles long and Florida, the whole state of Florida, is 400 miles long. But mm. I, the only rule well, I didn't... And what I really thought was funny after the whole hurricane, hurricane, tropical storm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> after that happened, uh, it said on the headline before the hurricane hit, it was supposed to be the um, worst um, hurricane of 2017 on Earth.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Barely even touched us. Like,
0: what? What were you guys thinking, like, during the storm and stuff like that? Was was there ever any time when you were scared doing it?
1: Uh, I was only scared about Grandma's Cats because... I care about my family members, animals, and yeah, I was just scared. Because grandma that. left her cats at her heart. yeah, she. I was scared, like because I didn't want them and I didn't want her house to be destroyed, but it didn't. And I'm just, I just felt safe because our house is kind of um like a big size, so um, I thought we would be all good in the hood (laughs) i'm just surprised that everybody thought that our house was gonna be really safe but like
0: then again
1: yeah i thought our house wasn't gonna be the safest place but it was pretty safe but the scariest part um for me was probably when we were gonna lose power we lose power for like 10 or like five like smaller than it's
0: like 10 10 seconds yeah Yeah. it's like completely out for 10 seconds
1: yeah like i i wasn't scared about like the dark i was just scared about how we couldn't like how we couldn't see everything so we couldn't see all the animals because they could have escaped because we we couldn't see like Stuff yeah. mm-hmm. like if, cause there were a lot of doors open and it was dark outside, so you couldn't tell if they were just open in the house or open to the outside. So I was scared for the animals. And
0: that's one of the reasons why we yeah. couldn't evacuate is because we yeah. have so many. How many? Animals we do have,
1: have two. We have um, three guinea pigs, uh, three dogs, three cats, and we're going to get a fourth dog next week.
0: And we have three fish tanks. Yeah,
1: and but. Right now we're hosting like yeah, two two other dogs. Yeah, two other
0: dogs, two other families. Yeah,
1: and I did. not You said it was like purge like or something like, like that. Like the purge, like the yeah. movie The
0: Purge. Yeah, I was saying from eight p.m. at night till eight a.m. this morning was the purge. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it felt like. But actually, it, it turned more into a party because everyone came over, watched yeah. football.
1: And it wasn't it was, really like a hurricane yeah. at all. The only thing that happened was it's raining and, and it was wind, windy. Wind. And I'm grateful because the only bad thing that technically happened to us With, was, was, was that there's a bunch outside. of debris in outside. Is like a bunch of branches fell, but I'm just glad like no trees fell down into our house. Mm-hmm. We, we, um, it just, just didn't do anything. One night uh, before the hurricane, we made this um funny video like exaggerating it's actually on our youtube channel what's
0: your youtube
1: channel Shai, right. <laughs> Shai vlog go check it out, out. <sniffs> harmful plug
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's C- cc and Eyes Shai vlogs
1: yeah cc and Shai, Shai vlogs and we just said like it was raining cats and dogs it is like it's funny go buckets check of it water out water outside yeah go go check it out we're not going to www.youtube/ Slash CC and Shy Vlogs.
0: And when you guys did this podcast last time to build up your, your, uh, your, yeah,
1: we only <laughs> had, had 36, 36 subscribers. subscribers. Like, puny. there's like Logan Paul and Jake Paul was like 10 million and 11 million subscribers, and then we right just now? like thirty six uh, like, f- like forty four.
0: Wow. So, so, so legit. You guys, it's amazing that you guys have it, so go check that out, and, um, because it's lots of fun stuff. But just to finish up, is there any of your friends that don't have power, have you been talking
1: to um, them? Well, like, my friends that I have on Snapchat, because they don't text me unless it's on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. So, But uh, they're talking, and they're like, I lost um, power, my animals are freaking out, like, Trees fell down, and then one of my friends, well, his name is Austin. He actually was in um, downtown, and he had to go to a shelter. Oh. Because it got it's so he bad is? downtown. Yeah, it's super bad in Miami and Jacksonville. Okay, right I have to now. ask this one thing: Was his dog okay? I mean, like, I'm worried about them too. Yes, his dog. Okay? His his dog was fine.
0: Okay, that's good. All right, so everything is safe and we're everything's happy and I think you I'm the same as you if I didn't have a TV telling me for 5 days that this huge hurricane is coming I never would have really even known it was even much of a hurricane. Yeah, like
1: yeah. imagine like if this happened but like before TV was created, like, they couldn't just go around, like, or, the like, whole states of phones. like, the whole states of America just telling yeah. people, they don't have that many people working for the news, and just imagine, if you had no idea that it was coming, no supplies just, you were out in the open on the day it hit, and you could have just, like, you could have like, died, could've, you could have died, like, right. like it's like a torn, like a tornado like, you don't know when it's coming until you see the big swirls, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh flying cow and it's like ah, and then See a flying cow. Yeah, you don't you don't um know there's a tornado coming but imagine if you didn't know when like any natural disaster was coming like if like a severe thunderstorm a hurricane an earthquake a tsunami just like all this stuff and you didn't even know it was going to happen well you don't know if a tsunami or an earthquake is going to happen but you um, know it's going to be a bad storm but just imagine if you well knew let me ask you this
0: let me ask you this would you rather have been would you rather have been warned and be expecting a really big storm and it doesn't happen or get no warning at all and what happened happened
1: Honestly, if it was like something in this situation, then I would rather not be told because then the worrying you would like like you wouldn't have to worry that much, but if it was something like severe, then I would definitely want the news and all that um great no. stuff we call How about internet. you, Shay? Well, I think like I'd rather not be warned. So if like so because pe- when they were warned there people were like freaking out like oh my gosh this is gonna be totally so much like harvey we're gonna we we need all the supplies we can't get and like a lot of pa- places need that supplies but some places didn't need that at all like we got a bunch of water and we we barely used it so yeah. my i'd rather be not warned because you go for like you go to stores for, like, regular day things like water. So if people weren't, like, that stressed, people like, more people would be able to get that water and, like, boards. So, like, not if they were warned at the last minute, mm-hmm. but, I mean, if they were hinted a little bit, that uh storm was coming, maybe they could get, like, more people could get plywood, but I'd rather not be warned so I wouldn't be that stressed.
0: Okay. Well, there you go. Well, we're all safe and sound, and Hurricane Irma is long gone, but to check out the uh, very funny video, go to CC and Shy's vlogs on YouTube.
1: Search it up on YouTube. 1,444
0: subscribers. Let's get it to uh, 2,000 next.
1: Yay! Woo!
0: All right. Some final thoughts about Hurricane Irma are coming for me. I recorded the next segment Monday, uh, basically morning right after the storm passed. And, uh, before we get to, to the end of the show, if you're out there and you're still without power and you had some devastation, some loss, please, uh, Twitter, uh, hit me on the Twitter at talk is Jericho using the hashtag Jericho. Her, uh, what should we do? What hashtag should we do? Let's do, yeah, let's do Jericho Irma. Hit me up with Jericho Irma, hashtag Jericho Irma, and let me know if you got your power back on, if you still have devastation, if you're uh, hurting and you need some help. Uh, all of us here in Talk is Jericho. We're one big family. We will do our best to get some awareness uh, towards you and get some help towards you. At Bet365,
1: we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play.
0: So that's basically it. Um, You heard from Cheyenne and Sierra from a little kid's point of view, and you hear from my point of view. And just to kind of wrap this up, like I said, um, I think, you know, the lesson learned, obviously, is that it's better to be safe than sorry. I mean, I'm glad that we were overwarned and, you know, we got lucky in a lot of ways. but, But also, too, there wasn't like a huge devastation really anywhere. I mean, obviously, there was a bad hurricane. And we've been through bad hurricanes before. But as I said earlier, if you would have stacked me up against Hurricane Charlie and Hurricane Irma and said, which one of these is worse, and I didn't know any specifics or any Doppler effects or whatever, I would have definitely chosen uh, Charlie because, well, A, we were very lucky not to lose power. But even just the wind for Charlie, like I said, I remember looking at those trees just bent right over. And I went out last night at 4 in the morning uh, and 2 in the morning and, and, and midnight. And it was scary. Like I said, it was it wasn't a pleasant situation. But I didn't feel the same amount of danger. Like I was expecting those trees to just pop up for Charlie. So maybe a little bit of sensationalism going on there in the media. And I'm sure this is a whole a whole other podcast, almost a conspiracy level podcast, but had... Did they almost create a little bit too much panic and put things in people's heads that maybe wouldn't have been there? Or were we all just lucky You know, as as Floridians where this thing just came and went and didn't really do the damage that we thought it would? I mean, obviously, in Houston, you can see the damage of what happens. And in New Orleans, you can see the damage what happens. So hurricanes are not something to take lightly. And like I said, I'm glad that they kind of instilled this um, little bit of fear in our heads. But I mean... Like I said, getting ice the other day was almost a little bit of a riot. There was almost a little bit of a fight where, you know, for a bag of ice, people were starting to get snippy with each other. And, you know, I, I didn't even really use much of that ice. And, and so anyways, it's it's interesting to kind of see how humans behave and to see how, um, you know, how that panic effect takes over. Getting emails and calls from people, you know, in England, like, oh, my gosh, are you guys out of there? Are you going to survive? What's going to happen Um, But, uh, you know, for Canada or for other states or for the West Coast, I had my friend uh, M Shadows invite me to stay at his house in in L.A., you know, and it's like um, I think there is a little bit of you hear something and rather than looking into it, there's a, a pack mentality of this horrible, horrible disaster that's going to overtake the state of Florida and it did overtake it, but it wasn't as much of a disaster as, 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 was portrayed. And that's a good thing. Like I said, the worst thing that happens is we can debate this. I have power in my house. I'm able to do this podcast. I'm able to talk about it and kind of laugh about it and almost give the middle finger to hurricane Irma. But in other situations, you know, Irma could have kicked our asses the same way that Katrina did to New Orleans and the way that Harvey did to Houston. So overall, I'm glad very ecstatic, that nothing happened here um, other than uh, a front yard filled with with broken branches and leaves. And um, anyways, I was glad that I was able to have my little community. Hashtag Jericho Irma. I got a lot of feedback. A lot of people lost power. A lot of trees fallen. But I haven't heard of any deaths in this area in in, in, in the you know northern Florida, middle Florida area. But uh, if you lived through this hurricane with me, I'm glad we were able to talk. Via Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, I'm glad that you guys kind of reported in. Let me know how you were doing. I hope everyone uh, has gotten their power back now. I hope that everyone health health wise is good and your property is fine. And like I said, we dodged a bullet. And God bless us all. Uh, and thanks to uh, thanks to you guys for checking this out. So being in the eye of the hurricane, right there, Jericho versus Hurricane Irma, reporting from the eye of the hurricane itself. And uh, I'm glad it didn't have a uh, a uh, vicious consequence consequential ending um but like i said next time uh, this week i'm gonna go get a generator for sure and probably some storm shutters as well because i'm not gonna leave myself vulnerable uh, ever again so uh that's about it in the meantime in between time thank you for being here and hurricane irma you know what happens when you uh cause a bunch of people to lose power you know what happens hurricane Ir- irma when you throw a bunch of debris in my front yard and cause people uh terif- terrifying circumstances and 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 scared being scared you know what happens Hurricane Irma, huh you know what happens you just made the list